Hey y'all, it is Saturday, December 19th, 2020. La de Christus. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Every single day we should sing his praises, right? And I do want to apologize for yesterday. At the beginning I was a little bit scatterbrained because I was kind of hemming and hawing on whether or not I should share with you that the other day I had a tooth pulled out and it was quite painful and I'm like oh my gosh this is like intense right a little bit of history on it is of course you know I'm 42 years old and I retained one of my baby teeth it was a two-year molar uh, meaning that by the age of two my molar grew in and I didn't have a bicuspid to uh, an adult bicuspid to replace it so it just kind of hu- uh, hung around you know because usually the adult tooth grows up and into the spot pushing the baby tooth out well this little baby tooth didn't have an adult tooth to kind of just say hey mister your time's done get out of here and um, so with that being said it kind of hung around and Earlier this year, just kind of gave up and disintegrated. And with the whole pandemic thing, it was a little bit harder for me to get into the office. And so by October, the tooth had the filling kind of just popped out because it was like 75% filling by that time. And uh, it didn't hurt or anything because there's no nerves to it. But I was like, oh my gosh, you know... uh, it was kind of like the end of an era, you know what I mean? Because I've had this baby tooth since I was like two years old. So for four decades, it just kind of hung around in there. And, you know, earlier this week, like I mentioned, it was time for it to go. And I was feeling kind of like, oh my gosh, like, like that. And I was like, oh, do I want to share that with people? I don't know. And so I did. I, I'll share that with you because I feel a lot more better when I'm open and upfront and honest with people than, you know, keeping secrets and hiding things. And just, it's just not me. So there, there you have it. And that's also why I didn't do a podcast that day, too, is because I was just feeling <laughs> way out of it. Now, my mouth is, is is not in pain, but it's still, like, you know, inflamed. So I could definitely use your prayers. And, you know, it's very much unspoken most of the time, but I can always use prayers. I love prayer and I love because I don't think of it as prayer. I think of it as conversation. And so I like to conversate and I like to talk and I like to just kind of talk things out, you know, and anytime I'm feeling stuck in a situation or problem, that's one of the first things that I do to help me get through it is I'll just talk it out, you know, so it's only natural that I guess I start this podcast, right? And I realize that it's probably not the easiest for everybody else but I feel like in myself sharing first my shortcomings or pitfalls or downfalls 
or what I feel like is a weakness, I feel like that is a gateway for other people to feel comfortable enough to share who they are and how they're struggling and their downfalls, right? For the most part, that's how I feel. I know a lot of people um, will take that and kind of just use that as a pedestal to uplift themselves. Like, oh, you know, well, at least I'm doing better than Rosemary because she's going through yada, yada, blah, 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 right? And that's okay. That's fine because I know I'm strong enough to handle that. And I don't think of them, um, unless they do it in a mean-spirited or spiteful way. But, you know, if, if, if you listening to my uh, trials and tribulations and and getting through them is going to help you live your best and and highest life, right? Then, okay, do it. You know what I mean? Just be, if you have to do that, um, just to be like, okay, well, you know, it could be worse. I could be, I could have had a tooth pulled out, (laughs) which... I highly don't recommend. And I always talk to my daughters like, okay, brush your teeth. Do not be like me. Out of all the things, that's what I feel like I have to share with them. You know, Um, and hopefully they've gotten the message and knock on wood. My oldest daughter, she's just, she's had braces and she has had excellent dental care and just a, a spot on, right? Now, my youngest one, she's a little bit more lackadaisical and she's not prone to listening to her mom and is like, okay, she'll do it, but begrudgingly and, you know, she kind of has a little bit more cavities and everything. So, um, she says she doesn't mind getting numb though. Um, I don't know if her getting a tooth pulled out is going to... Uh, persuade her. But I do want to share with you a couple of different things. I do have in my hand the Magnificat Advent Companion for 2020. Today's Saturday, December 19th. It's a Saturday, the third week of Advent. And the heading says, Your prayer has been heard. I just want to take a moment and let that sink in. Because you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I have prayed many prayers and sometimes it's like, are they even being heard? Because I see no difference. I see nothing. And um, so that's, that's amazing to hear. And of course, you know, not every prayer is um, not answered. There were some prayers that took some time and there's some prayers that are going to take maybe until after you have left this earth for them to be answered. You know, it's, it's the important part is that you're opening up in prayer and conversation to God and you're sharing with him your hopes, dreams, goals, and wishes and thoughts and feelings and everything in between. And that's what he wants is to have that relationship with you and to build that conversation. And it's not like a genie, right? Like where you put your wish in and or your dream or your prayer in and then out comes like, you know, the answer. Um, 
remember prayer is to be used to change you and not to change God and God can't be manipulated anyways so I really had to struggle with that because you know so many times there were things that I was like okay I want this I want that I want this to happen I want this to happen and I was like okay I just you know have to learn to uh, voice my prayer in a way that's gonna be in God's um, will, not mine, you know, and for him to see my heart and to just say, Hey, can you work through this? You know, this is what's going on and everything like that. Okay. So enough about that. I'll get to the reading, but your prayer has been heard. The coming of John the Baptist is a key moment in the story of salvation, a moment prepared by God from before all time and foretold through the prophets. And yet, when the angel Gabriel announces John's coming to Zechariah, the father-to-be, he says, Your prayer has been heard. It is through the prayer of a childless old man that God is bringing about this necessary step in salvation of the world. A friend of mine recently told me that her prayer seemed useless to her. Why should I ask God to help me find my car keys? Doesn't God already know that I need the keys? God wants us to pray because prayer enables us to receive his gifts. Prayer is the transformation of the heart that begins with our simple desires for finding lost keys or for a child. But through prayer, our desires are deepened. Through prayer, we come closer to God and begin to desire his greater gifts. Perhaps Zechariah began praying for a child, but his prayer led him on to pray for greater things, for salvation of Israel. And God granted the salvation by granting the child. Zechariah's transformation was not yet complete, as his skepticism at the angel's message shows, but it had advanced enough for God to grant his prayer. The reflection based on Luke chapter 1 verses 5 through 25. That's by Father Edmund Waldstein. And on the bottom it says, Almighty Father, help us to pray from the depths of our hearts so that our hearts are transformed through Christ our Lord. And I can so feel that and I can um relate to that because you know I've noticed and as you may or may not know that for the past six years I've actually written in a prayer journal and I know that there were times where I felt like my prayer was the same thing over and over and over again and that the tears were incessant and relentless and the hard times and everything but really you know it was through those um, hard, dark times and tears where I, I was, you know, learning to, to be persistent and to not give up and to keep uh, coming to God and keep turning to God. And that was actually a prayer of mine too, was for me to not lose focus on God and his word for me and his way for me and to ask that his will always be done in my life. And it my it being my prayers transformed um throughout the years you know from 
the basic needs, you know, and everything like that to more deeper things and more soul searching and grounding and building of that strong foundation that I was looking and searching for that I hadn't had the pleasure of building throughout my younger years in life. And one thing that I want to bring home to you today as well is when I listen to the mass and the homily today that it's never too late to start it's never too late to start Zechariah was very old and and um when he became a father and it was never too late for him God's timing is perfect timing it always is in that you ha- you learn and you build that trust through the um, tears and through the struggle and through the heartache. If you don't give up, that your tears and your prayer kind of mix together into the cement and help build this foundation through um, your persistence. And it's to share willingness to not give up and to always place hope in your trust and have faith that God is hearing your prayers and that they are going to be answered and that he's giving you exactly what you need when you need it. All right. Should I go on? Should I go into the blue book today? Yes. Okay. Let me see. I wasn't planning on it. So let's see. December 11th. Today is the 19th. A Charles Dickens Christmas. We're all familiar with that, right? Sometimes called the conscience of Victorian England, Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol in six weeks and published it on this day in 1843, 177 years ago. Although some religious leaders criticized the, criticized the book because there were no explicit references to the birth of Jesus, A Christmas Carol helped to rekindle the Christmas spirit at a time when English Christmas traditions were in a centuries-old decline. When Dickens began to write A Christmas Carol, he was struggling with money problems, the impending birth of his fifth child, and lackluster sales from his books. His inspiration for the Christmas story came during a walk through the streets of London. The sight of beggars, pickpockets, and streetwalkers stirred up old memories of his early years as an abandoned child when his father was in debtor's prison. At first, he considered putting his ideas in a pamphlet to be called An Appeal to the People of England on Behalf of the Poor Man's Child. Instead, he wrote A Christmas Carol, which has become one of the best-loved stories in the English language. And there is more to that to come, but unfortunately, I am coming to you live during my first break here at work, and so I'm going to have to cut it short. But it's a good reminder to spend some quiet time with the Lord and some quiet time with yourself today. In the busyness of this Christmas preparation, let us take time for what really matters. Know that you're in my prayers and God bless.